We welcome composer and songwriter Danny Doyle, also known as FKA Promise, to this episode of Christian Music Discovery, and we're going to take a little time to talk about his inspiration, influences, and music. Hi Danny, thank you for being in the show. Hi, it's a pleasure to be here, thanks. Where are you based? Um, I'm based now in um, Oxfordshire, in England. Um, so I'm originally um, from London. Well, I lived in, grew up in Greater London uh, pretty much all my life. Um, so that that's really where um, my, you know, uh, my formative years were spent. So um, it's what influenced, I guess, um, uh, much of the person that I am now. You know, I very much see myself as somebody that's moved out of that kind of very hectic urban environment into more of a, a chilled out, <laughs> serene environment that I live in now. Okay. What kind of music do you create? Um, so the music that I'm creating at the moment, um, it's, I would pretty much classify it as CC, um, crossover CCM. Um but when I, I've, when I've had it looked at by other people, um, they're probably more knowledgeable on the subject than I am. They've, uh, classified it as modern worship, um, art pop and CCM. Um, but I think that there's a lot of, uh, you know, I, I try and, well, I don't necessarily try to, but what happens naturally is that a lot of different musical styles tend to influence the way that I write. Um, and so I, I, I find it very difficult to sort of pin down a, a genre of, of music that I make because I try and, you know, there's certain songs might be one genre, certain songs might be more of another. And, you know, I might incorporate different styles into different songs. And is this the, the type of music that you've always been creating? I've kind of, I've always been <clears throat> a bit crossover. Um, when I was when I was younger, I, I used to make. Um, I mean, I was in bands like rock bands and indie bands and stuff. Um, but at the same time, I used to I used to MC as well. So, um, you know, very much on the around the East London kind of um, hip hop community and um, and drum and bass as well. Um, I was very much a part of that sort of um scene and so what i what happened one day is i just i decided that rather than do my indie rock stuff with my indie rock powers and my hip-hop and drum and bass stuff with my hip-hop and drum and bass powers i want to kind of bring those styles together um so i started making like acoustic hip-hop songs and um you know just kind of incorporating different indie elements into the into the hip-hop i was making so i was kind of just bringing all of the bringing all those elements together to try and create something a little bit different uh, you mentioned emceeing but i i can imagine not all of the listeners will understand what an mc is can you explain right yeah um so emceeing i guess um a lot of people would sort of say like uh rapping um MCing is more of a um kind of a traditional sort of hip hop 
um, term for, you know, you'd have a DJ playing the, um, the beats and the instrumentals, and then you'd have an MC rapping the lyrics over the top. Um, so yeah. And, and very much in the drum and bass scene, you know, MCs were a huge part of that. So when I was growing up, a, a lot of the MCs that were around at the time were, you know, massively influenced me and what I was writing about at the time. And, um, yeah, it's, 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 I guess you could just kind of say it's like rapping, but it's, it's, it's got a much more kind of live, um, feel to it. It's also a bit more interaction with the audience. Um, yeah, there can be. Uh, I mean, when you, when you've got uh, traditionally in like a live event, if you're playing uh, like a, a rave or in a club or something like that, you'd have the DJ, you know, mixing all of the, all of the tunes and then you'd have the MC over the top that was kind of there. Yeah. Kind of getting the, getting the crowd going and, you know, uh, hyping the tracks up and stuff. So yeah, definitely. Interesting. You, um, we have the uh, privilege of uh, sharing three tracks of your new EP, The Redemption. Um, the first track that we're going to share uh, is Before I Knew Your Name. What can you tell us about that track? Um, yeah, so it's um, Before I Knew Your Name. It's, I guess it's a, it's a, a bit of a testimony um, talking about the... Um, the way that although I was, I was very much at a low, the lowest point of my life and, um, you know, was going through some really difficult issues that I didn't actually see a way out of. And although I wasn't the best person, um, you know, God reached out to me and he, he gave me a lifeline more, more than that. In fact, he gave me a new life. Um, and I, you know, and literally before I knew his name <laughs> and it's something that we hear, you know, God loved you before you even knew his name. Um, and he saved me before I knew his name. So that, that was, you know, and again, you know, the song, the song, uh, the music kind of just came out of one riff that I had kind of going around my head one night when I went to bed. Um, and everything was just really built off of that. Thank you very much. We're going to listen to Before I Knew Your Name. At the bottom of the barrel Shouted out in anger And I couldn't get more lost Then you met me in my darkness And you pulled me up so high Let me call you mighty father You surrounded me with light Before I even knew your name Before I even knew your name Oh, you saved me Yeah, you saved me You saved me from my sins 
blood and fire, my messiah You have come for me, you're free from my desire When I tire, spirit comfort me I give you my heart and pray you take control Fruit of the spirit evident in my soul Give me the grace to carry on Lord keep me strong, see the lions they do proud Pagan scowl, but they don't threaten me The idols do abound, but I won't bow And they won't better me You are my strength and fortress God of Jacob, God of everything I know from whom my source is My creator, Elohim before I even knew your name You set me on the same instruments do you play um i play guitar um <clears throat> drums bass um i play keys as well i'm not the best pianist really <laughs> um but um i've recently been practicing i was um last weekend i was I had a youtube video up because i was practicing moonlight sonata um, by Beethoven, so I'm trying to nail that at the moment. <laughs> but I'm not the best pianist at all. But I do, I do play a bit. You know, I can play a bit of keys, um, and I do on my records too. Um, never been good with winds or anything like that. But usually, if it's got strings, I can, and you give me enough time with it, I can kind of work out how to play it. Usually, do you have an, uh, any type of instrument, a specific instrument that uh, you love to use when it comes to composing or songwriting? Um, probably, probably the guitar. I think that's my natural kind of go-to instrument, um, for writing on. But then there are times when I might be driven more by a beat or I could be driven by, um, um, I could get like a, a, a set of intervals in my head and, um, I can hear, I can hear it in my head, you know, um, and it'll be, it won't be a guitar. It might be keys or something, or it might be, it might be a very specific kind of ambient, um, sort of, uh, pad sound, you know? Um, so then I, I, would, I would like, you know, naturally just sort of set up and, and, and start playing it and, and then work everything else around that. Sometimes it could be, I can get like a riff or something like that in my head and then, you know, I'll just build this entire song around that little riff. But um, I'd say guitar is my go-to really. Wow. When did you take an interest in music and how did that develop over the years? Um, wow. So I guess um, I've always... 
as 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 far back as I can remember, I've always loved music. Um, when I was a child, I really wanted a guitar. Um, it was like the number one thing that I wanted more than anything in the whole world was a guitar. And then I remember um, getting my first guitar. I mean, I had like a, a beaten up sort of old classical guitar that my dad's friend gave to me that was like out of a house clearance and stuff. Um, and I started sort of banging away on that and sort of teaching myself how to play riffs and things. And then... Um, on a classical guitar? Mom, yeah, on a classical, yeah. I know it was quite an old classical guitar. And um, so I, I, I started playing around with that. And then I think my mum kind of thought, oh, he's actually, you know, he's, he's not bad guitarist. And then so they bought me um, an electric guitar for Christmas when I was about 12. And um, I just, yeah, that was it for me then. I was just like, I, could, I, I didn't want to stop playing. I didn't want to put it down. I wanted to be like Jimi Hendrix, you know, where I'd just constantly have a guitar on. Um, and like almost use it as a means of communication. Um, and, um, yeah. And then the songwriting, I guess, came off of the back of that, really. I just, you know, I felt that I had songs that I wanted to make. I wanted to be like those people that I was inspired by to want to play the guitar in the first place. So, um, yeah, I just started writing songs with my friends and things like that, though none of them were any good, really. <laughs> um, but um, but we had a lot of fun, you know. Yeah. When and why did you begin writing and composing music? Um, I think I probably I got serious about it maybe when I was um, probably about fourteen or fifteen, and um, I started. Um, you know, I I had played in a couple of bands by this time and um we had an opportunity to record on a um on a cd that was being put out for a local charity um so we wrote a song and um you know i, I remember listening listening back to it once it had been recorded and mastered and everything i thinking, wow you know that sounds it actually sounds quite good and we got some really good feedback from that and I think it just went from there, you know. Um, I was always writing MCs for, um, we used to have like specific drum and bass sets that we would do on, on radio stations in London. So I'd be writing lyrics for those. Mm -hmm. And then I'd be writing kind of other rock, more kind of, you know, rock sort of slash indie songs. Um, and then I guess it, you know, there, there, there really came a point when I thought I, I just, I love both of the, both of these sort of directions, you know, that you can go in musically. Why am I separating it? Um, and so then I, I guess probably maybe 10 years ago, um, I, I thought this is, you know, I, this is the direction I need to take. I need to m mix it together. And so the band, that I was working with at the time, we, we, we described ourselves as a fusion band because we were bringing elements of like funk and jazz and indie and hip hop all together. Um, and yeah, and, and, and I was quite happy with the, with the music that we were making. So, um, and I, I, I was very fortunate to be working with some very gifted musicians and songwriters as well. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so, so we kind of used to bounce off of each other a lot. Um, and I think everything, everything kind of changed really when I, when I got saved, um, because the, the entire, the entire th- focus of writing and what it was about and, you know, it all, it all really, really shifted in a massive way. <laughs> I can imagine. How long ago was that? Um, I was saved um, about five years ago. Um, it was in June of 2015. And that's at the same time you also decided to change the style of music? Um, no, I, I think I, songwriting at, at that point, um, I'd not, I wasn't playing in any bands at that time. Um, the band that I was in had kind of disinte- disintegrated because we were, you know, the two two out of the three main songwriters in the band were not in a good space. Like we just weren't in a, in a good space at all. So um, the band sort of, it just kind of um, fell apart really. And um, so I, I, music wasn't really on my mind. I mean, it's always in my mind somewhere, but it wasn't something that I was focusing on or, or um, thinking about really when I was saved. There were so, um, yeah, that, that really came later on. Okay. How often do you write uh, new songs? Um, I guess it's as and when I get something, um, I've, I, when I, I feel, I don't know, inspired or I might hear something or, or, um, or I might just, uh, you know, sometimes I'll get a little rhythm or um, chord progression or something in my head. Um, and it can be, I was explaining to somebody else about this, like it, it happens sometimes I might be walking um, down a busy street or something like that and I'll get something in my head <laughs> and I'll, I'll like quickly have to whip my phone out and um, pretend like I'm on the phone <laughs> so I don't look... <laughs> like crazy or anything and i'll i'll just get my phone out and hit the um the voice memo button and then i'll just like go da, 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 or something like that into the <laughs> into the phone really quietly and then like i'll save that so that you know i might have a spare bit of time at a weekend or whatever and i'm think oh you know what i'm going to go through my i'm going to go through my my recordings and see what's in there and um and then I'll like, I'll, I'll like sort of go through and think, oh, there's a little gem there. I like that, you know, and then I might sort of start building a song from that. Yeah. Do you then uh, follow a particular process uh, when you compose or write the songs or just freestyle it? Uh, how does it work? Yeah, I think um, there, there isn't really a set process. I don't, I, I know some people do have set processes, but I, I really don't like it. It really depends on, where the song's coming from like if it's coming from um for example um one of the songs from the new ep before i knew your name and that was all based i'd been playing around with um some jazz um jazz scales and um doing some like sort of jazz uh soloing um and then i went to bed that night and i got that like i had that in my head um, and I thought oh, I need to like record that 
little riff and then so I, I, the next day I went downstairs and I started playing it in you know I got my guitar out and um, started playing it and recording it and then so the whole song was really just built out of that riff and um, you know the I, I, I felt like um, it needed like an electro st- sort of style beat like kind of an old school you know about 100 BPM electro style beat and then um and then the words really sometimes sometimes the words will just come you know like um when i was when i was emceeing which you you could sort of sit down and just churn out 16 bars of whatever is inside of you you know um and before i was saved that was very you know used to be quite a lot of dark stuff and so now if i if i've got something together i don't necessarily think oh you know what i'm going to sit down and write about this you know it will just i'll just start writing and things will come out and it's you know and they say that you know you 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 sort of speak from your heart you know you've you've got whatever's inside of you is 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 going to come out when you one way or another and i think that what it what it sort of shows me or what it's shown me actually is that it doesn't matter what I start writing about. It always kind of ends up pointing to Jesus somehow, you know, it always will wind up with thanking God or praising God or, or, or reaffirming the strength I have in Jesus or whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. it's always, it always kind of ends up pointing back to him. So that means that you, uh, how how would this affect your uh, release schedule? Does it mean that uh, there is no schedule? The releases just come whenever you have enough inspiration, or do you kind of delay releasing so that you do have a release by a certain schedule? Yeah, I don't. I don't have a schedule really. I've got a, a vague idea in my head of when I'd like to get things out by. Um, but there's no sort of hard and far. I'm not bound by a label where I have to, you know, I've got a deadline or anything like that. If um, there are songs that I've that I've had sort of kicking around in the background for a long time, you know, maybe a couple of years or something, you know, and I've I've there's a there's a song which I made um, a long time, well, about two or three years ago. Um, which is called Throne of Grace, and I've I've never actually managed to do anything with it, <laughs> and I wanted to actually include it on this EP, but um, I couldn't because the uh, the original one I had has got a sample from the movie Jesus Jesus of Nazareth in it, okay. and it's just impossible to get cl- copyright clearance on something like that. So I've been trying to figure out how I can recreate that so or have something that sounds as good as that sample in that song so that I can release it you know so um I, I mean for example like I'm hope I'm hoping that I can do maybe an album possibly another EP next summer I think this EP will be the last release this year um and then what I'll do is I'll I'll, I'll probably go back and and see what what songs I come out with over the next sort of six to eight months. Um, and if, if I feel it's, it's decent enough, then I'll, I'll, you know, I'll pull it together and release it. Okay. 
because uh, the Redemption EP that you're about to release, it's got six songs. How long did it take you to put those songs together? How long have you been working on those songs? Um, well, the I mean, uh, as you know, you know the the new revival EP. Um, I dropped that that dropped in um, at the end of May. <clears throat> so there's there's basically a four month gap. I've got the I've got the new EP on pre release at the moment. So everything is is basically finished and it's it's just sitting there waiting to be released. Um, so that that's like around. I guess about three ish months um, for those six songs. A lot of that time has been spent on going back over bits and re-recording bits. I wasn't too happy with, or didn't sound right for whatever reason, um, you know, and, and changing lyrics or a verse, like I'm not happy with this verse, so I'm going to change it, you know? Um, so there's been a bit of that, like sort of drafting and redrafting, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, but like songs like Hoping You, for example, I had that, you know, that was around from before the new Revival EP. So my first EP, which came out in May, um, the, the new EP has one song on it that predates the new Revival EP, if that makes sense. So that song's been there for a while. Yeah. Um, and also kingdom of heaven as well. I mean, I wrote that, I mean, um, I, that that's, I wrote that not long after I was saved. Um, that was something I was, um, sitting in a, I was, um, I was in rehab at the time and, um, I had access to a, a guitar, which, um, I took to my room and I was just, I was just sitting there playing with it and, um, came out with that, that the basics of that song. So, that song's like what five years old so wow i guess a special insight into this song uh, we'll, we'll talk more about um, kingdom of heaven and in, uh, in just a bit cool the ep uh the redemption what's the official release date uh september 1st yeah so the listeners uh we're recording this and uh, you'll be hearing it on August 19th. So you've got two weeks of a head start compared to other people. Yeah. Um, and if you go to, um, if you go to the FKA promise, uh, Instagram page, there is a link in the bio there where you can, um, pre-save the EP. Um, I'm also go I've done a lyric video for one of the songs off of the EP, which I'm going to, um, do like a, um, a special sort of like a special link for some people. So if people like followers and stuff, if they want to get like a preview of, of one of the songs off the EP, um, they can sort of get a, a special access, I guess, to this lyric video before it actually, um, gets made public. Great. That's another incentive to listen to this podcast episode. Uh, now <laughs> yeah. you know where to get these extras. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the second track of your uh, EP, The Redemption, is that we're going to listen to is called Overflow. Danny, what can you tell us about that song? Um, yeah, so Overflow, I guess, is um, it's a bit, it's a bit different, a um, bit of a sort of change 
for me to make a song like this. I don't really know how it came about. I just started playing with those chords and, um, you know, I, I think my wife was sitting on the other, other side of the room and said, oh, I like that. And I thought, yeah, it's, it's quite nice. So I just sort of put it down. And um, the lyrics were, you know, very much reflecting on how things were, you know, before I was saved. And I, I say we as well uh, instead of me a lot in it, just kind of reflecting on you know, how it must have been for many of us before we were saved, you know. Um, and there's that, my favourite part of the song is um, is actually um, the part where I say, um, now and then my heart may stray and pull me along, but I listen up to Jeremiah. Um, because there was, I, I don't know why, but it seemed to be that a lot of a lot of the time there's that part in Jeremiah where he says the heart is deceitful above all things you know like we we might be led our heart might go astray and lead us to go astray with it you know but then we can we can look we can switch back to that part of scripture you know the heart is deceitful above all things we don't necessarily do the best by following our heart all the time um so that yeah that's my favorite part of that song and i think um you know as as the song goes on I, I sort of added the uh the brass in there i just felt like it needed some i felt like it needed something and i just had the idea of like a brass band so i tried to kind of recreate that digitally um as best i could but it's you know it's one of the ones where i thought it sounded okay but it's when i play it to other people other people have really liked it so um yeah, I, I hope that it's um, it's it's one that kind of people can relate to and, and enjoy. Well, it's one of the songs that I enjoyed on your EP. So, for the listeners, Thanks. here's Overflow. Survive, and I thank you, Lord, for 
talents did you come from a musical family uh that's a good question um i not really um my well my mum actually my mum used to play piano um not very much around me though i guess maybe if there if there was a genetic um link there perhaps my my mum played a bit of piano i think she was a grade six classical piano um and my dad was was really uh just into football you know he played foot he's a really good footballer um so yeah i think prob- probably my mum more than anyone she was always very encouraging as well um with my music um 
she was always kind of like, especially when I was a kid, you know, she would be like uh, coming to all the shows and stuff and um, yeah, jumping up and down in the, <laughs> uh, at the front. Of, yeah, she was awesome. My mum was awesome. Wow. And, and she she enjoyed the hip hop or is it just that she was enthusiastic seeing you on the stage? Uh, tell me. She was more into the kind of indie rock stuff. Um, she wasn't, she wasn't too keen on the hip hop, but she enjoyed it. She did enjoy it. Um, and I think, yeah, I think to be honest, I, I could have, you know, I, I could have gone on there and, and, and played the spoons, you know, and she probably would have been cheering me on from the, <laughs> you know, and stage diving and stuff. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, she was great. She was, she was my number one fan at one point, you know. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, just to go a bit to the technical side, um, tell us about your studio setup and how you record. Um, well, it's not, I mean, um, yeah, it's not exactly Abbey Road. Um, I, I do everything at home. Um, I've got my MacBook, which I'm pushing to the very limits of its capabilities um, for a number of reasons. Um, I use Logic for basically everything. Um, I've got an 88 key uh, MIDI keyboard, which I usually run with Alchemy Sounds to um, to get my nice sort of um, you know ambient pads and things like that. Um, I just use a, a standard sort of um, M audio uh, audio interface um, and a condenser mic for my vocals. Um, I've got an Ibanez uh, hollow body guitar um, and a, a Line 6 Helix um, for all my guitar parts. Um, and that also, it, the, the Helix is, I mean, I use the Helix for church as well. Um, any, I think any worship guitarist out there, if you're toying with what pedals to get and building your own pedal board and stuff look no further than the helix because it's, it's amazing it's awesome um yeah and I, I, so i think the the loop station um on the helix is how i built the um the riff and the and the all of the guitar parts for springs eternal that all came out of that loop station nice and um do you record track by track? Uh, how, how does this happen? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, I'll, I'll do. Um, I, I mean, I'll, I'll depending on what element of the song has come to me first. Um, so, for example, if it's the guitar, which I'd say eighty percent of the time it is, um, I'll get the rough idea of the tempo and then just set up a click track in Logic, um, play the play the guitar part to a few times, um, and then loop that, and then kind of figure out what's going to work with it, where it needs to go. Um, there are certain bass sounds that I, um, I quite enjoy using, um, which are just, you know, part of Logic, because I don't have a bass guitar at home, much as I would love to play live bass into my records. But that's probably where I'll go next. Um, 
I've got a, I've also got um, an electronic drum kit as well, like a digital kit, so I can plug that in um, to you know through MIDI and just play in my drum parts. Um, I don't do that all of the time, I have to say, but when I, I I'm always glad I did when I do it because um, I think it <clears throat> it really adds more dynamics. You know, a lot of the sort of more hip hop um, oriented songs that I make might not necessarily you know it, it doesn't make too much difference if the beat is just rolling but um some of the more dy- you know the some of the more dynamic songs definitely with from the new ep the gathering was one that i played the drums in live um you know and i think you you can hear there is a difference in the dynamics for that song it's very you know um it's very kind of like hyper in a way <laughs> it's more energetic i'm going to have to listen to that song again now i now i know where to look for <laughs> great um who and what are some of the biggest influences on your work whether it was musical or otherwise um i have to say jesus first and foremost um i think you know my salvation is the is the core driver in the music I make now um and um like I say you know every every song I write ends up coming back to to God in one way or another um I think musically definitely um people like Hillsong United um when I when I was when I first came to Christ I was I was in I was in a rehab and the it was a Christian place and one of the rules there was no secular music and I didn't even know what that meant when I first went in there um, I didn't understand what secular music was you know um, and then when I discovered uh, that I was saying we only have Christian music here and I was like okay um, and I'm thinking this is going to be like kumbaya and you know all things bright and beautiful and all this sort of stuff you know um and uh i went through the sort of cds and there was this um best of worship like triple cd thing and um i used to play that and had some amazing songs on there and one of them was oceans by hillsong united and i absolutely fell in love with that song um and I just couldn't believe it. I could not believe that this was Christian music. You know, it was amazing. And and the fact that I had just been saved as well, like everything just meant so much more to me. And I still get that from from the worship music and the and the Christian music that I listen to now. You know, there are some it just it it kind of touches you, it 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 resonates with you spiritually you know, in a different way. Um, so, I mean, I was, yeah, I would say I'm massively influenced by um, Hillsong United just to know that actually it's not all just, you know, sitting around a campfire with an acoustic guitar and singing Kumbaya, as great as that is, you know, it's, it's, it's not all folk, you know, or, um, and there is actually decent Christian rap music out there as well, you know, like, uh, 
really good artists like Andy Andy Mineo and uh, Governor B. Um, you know, these guys are really good, and um, and I listen to them in the car and stuff, you know, all the time. And it's it's just amazing the wealth of music that is out there, that is God centered, um, and how good it is. Um, but I think from 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 my own influences, Hillsong United definitely at number one, and um, along with that, people like Misty Edwards, um, Jesus Culture. Um, and uh, the United Pursuit as well, Fion- uh, um, Will Reagan and the United Pursuit. I didn't know that one, but uh, thanks. Thank you for sharing. No worries, man. Um, do you have any other creative outlets? Um, I'd say, really, uh, all of the all of the creative outlets I have are of kind of pour it they I pour them into FKA promise like um you know I I, I like in, I enjoy um editing videos and stuff like that or making images um I can't draw at all <laughs> um but I enjoy photography and I I enjoy you know um taking an image that I've done and then turning it into something a little bit different um So yeah, I'd say all like I'm, I'm all of those outlets are things that I use for FKA Promise, um, for like the artwork for the release or for the video that goes onto YouTube or whatever it might be. So I was just going to ask: Is the artwork on the cover of uh, the EP uh, is that yours? Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, both of both of the EPs. Um, are you know i've I, the reason what it was the the way that that came about from the new ep from the redemption ep um i i was um having a having a day out with my wife and uh we took our dog over the park and it was a really beautiful day um and we were just taking some pictures and um i noticed that If I had the if I had the camera a certain in a certain position, I could make it look like we've got halos um, because of the sun behind our heads. So I was just kind of playing around with it, and um, my my wife was like helping me kind of angle the phone and stuff. And uh, so one of those pictures, um, it was like a picture in profile, and I had have one of my because I always I'm usually wearing a pork pie hat, you know. So just that with the pork pie hat, I thought, oh, I wonder. It looked kind of silhouetted, so I started playing with it and made like a, a just a black silhouette on a white background. And I was like, oh, that looks quite cool. You know, I could use that for a, a logo. Um, and then I started getting these kind of ideas in my head of like, oh, I wonder if I could sort of do like a sketch effect, you know, and make. And so it it looks like a, a drawing as opposed to. A photograph and I started playing around with all of that and then you know thought yeah and, and then I had uh, the original picture of the sun with the park so I, I did the same with that and you know just kept kept on playing with it really until it ended up as as it is now nice we have a third track that we're going to listen to called kingdom of heaven can you tell us a little bit about that song <clears throat> 
<clears throat> yeah, so uh, Kingdom of Heaven is um, a song that I wrote while I was still in rehab. Um, it was, um, I was very fortunate to have been taught um, uh, during like, you know, lessons about the Bible and, and how the how we can try and live out um, biblical principles in our life. I was very lucky to be taught by a man called um, Apostle George Akalonu, and um, he was describing to us the um, the twelve glorious truths of salvation. And um, so, after one of those lessons, I went back to my room and I had a had a a guitar which I you know it didn't belong to me; it belonged to the to the project. But I was just sort of sitting there and playing around with these chords, and that's what you know, came to me in your glorious truth. I can never feel shame. Make me a new creation again. And, um, so that, that it, it kind of went off of that really. Um, and I think I didn't, I, I, I came to sort of after the chorus thinking, I don't really want to write another verse. You know, I, I think I just want to repeat <laughs> that. I just want to say that again, you know, cause, um, so I, I kept the second verse, the same lyrics and um and there's a sample in the middle of um apostle george akalono who's um giving he's preaching um and it's it's that's that's him um in the middle of the song there as well i heard it it's it's impressive to listen to it i think that for me that this the song itself uh, i you know i've i've known the song for quite a long time um, <clears throat> but it's, it's the part where, where you hear George, you know, talking about the God of heaven himself has said, <laughs> I'm going to have my own church in the hearts of my sons and daughters like that. Every time I hear that, it makes the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. Um, I think his, his bit really makes the song for me. So I'm very, very grateful to him. Mm -hmm. So let's not keep the listeners waiting any longer. Here is Kingdom of Heaven. In your glorious truth I can never feel shame Make me a new creation again so worthy of my praise And you strengthen me when weakness abounds Pull me back close when the devil's around you preserve me in my faith And it feels so Kingdom of heaven Believe, hold me closer Jesus have mercy So Kingdom of heaven Believe, hold me close Now it feels so Kingdom of heaven, believe, hold me closer, Jesus, have mercy, 
yourself Kingdom of heaven, believe Hold me close again Truth, I can never feel shame. Make me a new creation again. So worthy of my praise. And you strengthen me when weakness abounds. Pull me back close when the devil's around. You breathe. In my faith And it feels so Kingdom of heaven Believe, hold me closer Jesus have mercy So kingdom of heaven Believe, hold me close now It feels so Kingdom of heaven, believe, hold me closer, Jesus, have mercy. So, kingdom of heaven, believe, hold me close again. interview and uh, I really enjoyed speaking to you. You're a special person and uh, beautiful experiences. I'm so happy that you shared that with us. I uh, said, so, you know, it's, it's an honor. It really is. You know, I'm, I'm very blessed to, to, to be speaking to you as well. And I'm very thankful that you, that you have me. And um, yeah, I just, um, just want to sort of say thanks to, to everybody really for listening and, um, for all the support that I've that I've got so far, you know, it's it's um it's a real blessing, and I'm very very grateful. 
And to the listeners, don't forget to go to the website and the Instagram account of FKA Promise of Danny Doyle and get your preview links. And on September 1st, you can download the EP almost everywhere. Isn't that right? Yeah, all, all uh, digital outlets, um, it will be available from September 1st. Very good. Danny, thank you. Thank you very much for participating. Thank you. You're welcome. For more Christian playlists, go, 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 go to www.christiandance.eu.